Good evening, boys and ghouls. This podcast is rated E for explicit, so keep those little ears at bay, lest I drain them of all life's essence, leaving a lifeless husk upon the floor. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of Deep Folking. Uh, here with me, of course, is Nick. Hey, everybody. And I actually have uh, two special guests. Uh, before I introduce them, let me introduce what we're doing here tonight. Uh, you may have heard an episode, uh, Deep Folking, by Brett and Victor uh, about vampires. If you didn't, we don't blame you. Yeah. And ultimately, you notice they they went into the studio and they recorded without the rest of us and they decided that the entire vampire discussion needed to be about the blade trilogy and interview with a vampire and you know what i love blade yeah it's a totally valid as far i as love interview go. with a vampire but that's barely scratching the surface so i have actually invited a two vampire experts to the studio today vampthusiasts vampthusiasts if, if you will uh so of course uh, please give a warm welcome to allison and Bryn. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. So uh, uh, I'm going to direct this more at Allison for the moment, um, only because uh, I know your level of love for vampires. Uh, you, you would say you're a huge fan. Yes, and it's probably um, hugely in part to the sexuality of vampires. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would assume so. The yeah, whole concept of vampires is both uh, blasphemy and sexuality. It's, it's like Erotic. all rolled into one. Yeah, I don't see blasphemy. I just see sexuality. I just meant in the classic stories. They 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 wanted to be like the like the antichrist kind of appeal. Okay, sure, yeah, but that's all I see is sex. Oh, she's a feisty one. I Got like it. This. So 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 let's 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 start here. How do you feel uh, the, to the both of you about uh, a vampire episode that really only talks about uh, Blade and interview with a vampire? What what are we missing? Everything else about vampires. You know. There are so many different types of vampires, and people are always afraid of the vampire lore changing, but they're just going to have to deal with it because... What do you mean the lore changing? Well, you know, when Twilight came out, everyone lost lost their minds. Because of the sparkling. Because of the sparkling. The sparkling was really dumb. Sure, it was dumb, but it didn't really matter because it was a story about vampires, not them sparkling. You didn't think the sparkling was erotic? No, I gotta be honest. Every time Bella kept looking at Edward while he was sparkling, like it just made me laugh. And like that's I thought he looked like a drag queen. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the problem with the sparkling, though. Is but drag queens are very erotic. But the rest of the that's story true. is really um, interesting. In what way? Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was a uh, interesting and different way of uh, portraying vampires. 
because obviously if we look through the traditional lens of a vampire, like you have the the really, really old, like the Count Dracula style, like coming out of the coffin kind of deal. He's got the long cloak, the white face. Yeah, Bella Lugosi, <clears throat> right? Like that Bella right. Lugosi, like, I want to suck your blood. Like that stereotypical vampire. Whereas in Twilight, I have a group of vampires who wait for thunderstorms so that they can go play baseball. But tell me that that's not inventive. Is it? Is it, though? (laughs) It's more like, what if we just threw another problem on top of this thing where it's like, we're just playing baseball? They like to play baseball, but they're so strong that it's loud. So what's loud enough to mask it? Your mom doing it. I like the idea that if they bite someone once, uh, they have uh, venom and uh, they immediately turn into a vampire. uh, So they don't really like drink from humans, the Cullens. um, And because if they drank from a human, they would either have to have them change or kill them. And so they weren't about it. Wait, but blood and kill yourselves. Isn't isn't. I mean, isn't that all vampire lore, that when a vampire bites you, you become a vampire? No. Um, a, there's a lot of them where they'll, like, a lot of stories where vampires will bite you and you don't become a vampire. Um, so, for instance, uh, the Sookie Stackhouse novels or True Blood, if you've watched it, uh, they can bite you, um, but they have to kill you. And then I believe they have to give you their blood uh, when you're dead and then they bury you underground um, and they lay with you while you're underground and then you change. It's like magic. Like lay with you, lay with you, like literally just physically just lay with, with you. you? Yeah. Like Not s- like sleep with you, sleep oh. with you. But I was like, like you just didn't clear anything up. Literally like REM sleep and that's it. Wait, huh. Like during the day. But like that's so much. It's a lot of work to make Like that's a vampire. lot of work to change somebody. But it's also, it comes with the responsibility because they see um, the person they've created now into a vampire as basically their child. It's a continuation of their bloodline. So they're considered a maker where they have um, command over their progeny um, until they release them. Um, so it's not something to do lightly. That's why it takes a long time um, because then you're responsible for that person or a vampire. I think I can actually get behind it. Like looking at it through that lens, I I think everybody kind of usually approaches vampires from the sense that like they're more mindlessly creating other vampires as a result of needing to drink their blood. No, but I think that's that, more werewolves. Well, yeah, werewolves is more the wanton destruction because I've I've known like like. Dracula would kill people and just drink their blood. He would he would like suck them dry. I heard it when I said it. Yep. Uh, and, and erotic. And uh, and they would See? they they would die and not be vampires. But like he could purposely choose. What was how, I cannot rem- name, remember the name of uh, Count Dracula's assistant. Igor. Nope. <laughs> that's that's uh, Frankenstein. Wrong 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 Universal movie. Um, I can't remember now. I can't. But either. but like. He purposely chose to keep that man around, um, and I imagine if he wanted to, you know, turn him to a vampire, it would have just been bite him and he's a vampire and done, like what you said with Twilight, where it's just the one bite. And... Like, that's what I've always known for vampires, and I don't know where that came from, was the idea of, like, one bite and they're a vampire. So it's weird to me that there's so many different vampire uh, creation 
stories. Yeah, like vampire origin stories, to me, I was in the same boat. I didn't know that there was a lot of like, well, you can choose to turn somebody. Just because that's always the way it's typically portrayed. Um, so I think it's, you know, it's, it, intru- it introduces an interesting element to it, for sure. Well, I feel like by, vampires would just get boring after a while if they didn't have some kind of morality behind it and there wasn't there wasn't consequences for their actions but like i feel like that's the point they're they're supposed to be monsters they're supposed to be scary so like ultimately when do we start adding humanity to them like the whole point was they were supposed to be another creature that goes bump in the night and not like your next door neighbor that you care about i guess as I'm saying it, a good villain is someone you care about. Right. But with monsters, they don't need to, like, I don't need to know the motivation behind Grendel's mother in Beowulf, right? Like, I, I understood Grendel was a little bit humanized by giving him a mother, mm-hmm. but, like, they, they're both still monsters at the end of the day. Right. Like, I, I just know. feel like it gets boring, though. If If you keep introducing the same character with the same motive and no humanistic factors... I don't feel like that is audience grabbing and it's not attention seeking at that point. It's complacency. Also, I think that the whole idea of vampires needing and having to be monsters is something from like a long, long time ago, like the original like origin of like the blood sucking like monster uh, in a time where no one really understood or had the cognitive reasoning to understand what was happening and um at this point with all the stories that are passed around and all the technological advances that we have uh it's easy at least for me um to not really think of them as monsters but um as just people or i guess not really even people just like a creature that still thinks they think about blood but and that's what they're driven by but they have other feelings as well i'm i'm with Bryn on that it's not necessarily that it would be boring but they have you know they have feelings and they have thoughts more multi-dimensional than anything really yeah they should be when did they become sexual because i feel like it couldn't have always been that i agree twilight no and rice Mm. Was it Anne Rice? I I'm sure it was. What was what? I I don't know much about Anne Rice's vampire stuff at all. I don't know either. I mean, Dracula in a sense was kind of a little sexual as well because you think you think about like that famous scene where he sneaks into her bedroom and then you uh, and then he feeds on the girl all dressed in white because she's like a virgin. She's she's pure um and that's kind of like a little sexual in itself but not yeah. too much and then i think with the Anne rice vampires um i think especially with the movie with tom cruise and brad pitt uh it's these two good looking dudes romping around louisiana <laughs> <laughs> killing everyone <laughs> yeah but they have a little girl with them too yeah she was crazy yeah i love that that was the best part <laughs> Uh, I think it might have to do something. It just it's got a lot to do with the actual method of it. Like it's a very, very interactive, very intimate style of either killing somebody or just turning them, whether it's, you know, like they're making the choice to turn somebody or whether it just happens as a coincidence of feeding off of them. It's still a very intimate way to do it. Like you brought up werewolves already, like werewolves are a very 
physical, visceral kill. It's, it's primal. Yeah, very primal. The, but it, the, the whole point of werewol- werewolves, I feel like I understand. Well, I feel like werewolves and vampires fall on a spectrum where werewolves represent the primal nature of humanity and vampires almost represent this lofty idealism. Like, I, I'm not saying that, like, vampires are, are idealistic, but they're immortal beings who think of themselves as better than humans now. They've had the time to acquire the knowledge. They've had the drive to do so. Like, you know, you you never hear about like a vampire who's like, well, now that I'm immortal, I can watch porn for as long as I want. But you do often hear about you them. know that vampire exists. Oh yeah, you, you know, know he's know out there. That vampire's there is just like, well, I'm immortal, so let's see how long I can jerk off for before I am just bored. You you heard the story been going about for Dave hundreds Cullen. Of years. Dave Cullen just live in the basement underneath everybody else's house, and they're like, "No, just don't go down there, Dave." That's no, he's 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 Dave he's, Cullen. Dave Cullen just downstairs with his laptop. Yeah, we just don't bother him. He doesn't really want blood anymore, so that's good, I guess. Yeah, he's pretty, you know. He says to himself, "I just it's kind of gross." What about uh, what is the sexiest vampire? Um, Eric from True Blood. Tied with Damon from Vampire Diaries. Like tied to him physically? Oh, yes. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like tied somewhere stationary so we can get to him quickly, though. Yeah, to a tree. Yeah. So, hold on. You want the two of them tied to a tree together. Naked. Naked. Ooh. Obviously. Tied to a tree together. Yes. That's a... Uh, doesn't that become homoerotic at that point? No, because we're like, we're well, I'm people. there. Like, Brynn and I aren't there together. Like, we're s- it's a separate fantasy. I mean, fantasy. they can be untied. Yeah, you guys could be there together. And that, that's not from a weird place. It's just from, a, like, there's literally two of them. But they can be untied. Like, we're not talking it's got to happen right then and there. No, like, it does. Mm. It does not. Let them have their thing, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, like, for some reason, they can't untie themselves, but we can untie them. And then take them wherever we want to, right? Yeah. You know what? Hold on. Before we continue down this road, can I talk about something that annoys me with vampires, with, with like what they do with vampires now? The super speed thing. Yeah. Where'd that come from? Uh, no, no, no. I think that the vampires being quick has always been a thing. And I think it was a trade off for like, I don't see vampires turning into bats anymore. Uh, like that yeah. no one's no one's doing that aspect of the vampire. I was going to bring that part up. So I'm glad you went there. Yeah. Like no one does that. But like the super speed thing that just like. Phew, that look at him he's up in a tree like i it's just it feels like just lazy filmmaking i I don't know i don't know i hate it i just think i hate vampires discuss discuss (laughs) (laughs) well that's good to know the best vampire is uh cassidy from preacher by the way uh and being the only person in here who read preacher uh that's really all i can say uh, he is an Irish vampire uh, who uh, likes to drink and do drugs, and that's about it. And at the end of the day, don't we all? He's great. Doesn't he have super speed? Yeah, and super strength and a healing factor. Ooh, I yeah. like the healing factor. Yeah, He's the healing factor is good. I think most vampire stories have that. Like, if he drinks blood, he heals quicker right. than others. So that's, that's, you know, Cassidy's cool, I guess. I, don't know, I just hate vampires. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to discuss your hatred of the super speed. 
uh, I would prefer that than them like twirling around and turning into a bat. They don't twirl around; they just sure. turn into a bat. It's usually more of a puff of smoke sort of thing, where it's like, "I've got to go." But bat. if they did twirl and they sparkled, like they're drag queens. Let's be real. So is that what we're really coming to? Is that vampires are drag queens? Is well, yeah, that, yeah. that like actually brings me pieces? to the best part of this whole segment. If vampires were drag queens, whose main stage would fucking slay? Mm. Is that really the main question you've been building towards? It is for me. That's a terrible question. Are we are Brad's we talking about are we talking about pop culture vampires as drag queens? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I had to put or that together we, okay. in my head, but yes. Pop culture vampires as drag queens. So um, coming from a love of drag queens and a love of the original drag queens, such as RuPaul slash Lady Bunny. I mean, obviously the originals that about popularized uh, nailed it. So coming from a love of the originals, I would have to say at least Dracula would be a fabulous queen. You think so? Oh, absolutely. With the cape? Oh, my God. Soleil. From like a fa- like that very spooky, fabulous, like spooky glam kind of vampire? Oh, yeah. So like Sharon Needle's like spooky glam. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, I feel like she could whip that cape, girl. Majorly. <laughs> it's funny okay. that you didn't like go with the originals from Vampire Diaries as Ooh. your originals. True. Because I could see Klaus getting up there. Yes, girl. Why? What makes Klaus so different? Um, he has this uh murderous uh look, but also that he would take care of you sexually. Like he would um, murder the runway. Literally. Got him. Like everyone on it. Yes. Got it. I'm just making sure I'm understanding. So you, I'm trying to look up the name of the one that I think would be the best drag queen. I remember the actor. I just don't remember the name. Okay. From the Twilight series. Um, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this correctly, but Aro. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Sheen's character would clearly be the best drag queen. Um, I don't know. If we're going to go picture? with the Volturi like trio, I would have to say Cassius. Yes. Uh, because he is Already dark and there. brooding. Already halfway there. Yeah. Sorry, I'm pulling up a picture of Aro for... Oh, God. It, you know what? I'll show it to you later. Yeah. Uh, turn on the safe filter. But... Uh, why? Like, what was what? What movie was he in? Like, which which ones was he in? Uh, he was in the second one, the New Moon, um, and then the third for like a second, and then the fourth one. I think both parts. Well, I know he was in part two because he will forever be uh, part of my rage towards that series. Well, I don't think we should spoil it for those that haven't watched it. I think it's uh, been enough yeah, time. Yeah, it's been a long enough time. The statute of limitations is over. This isn't Bill Cosby. All right, here. Uh, here is a spoiler alert for those of you who are planning on watching Twilight, which if you're planning on watching Twilight now and haven't already, stop. you should probably just stop. That's not fair. Just stop. You're People good. are free to do whatever they want. Yeah, but like we would recommend otherwise. No, so, you could definitely do it, but just unsubscribe. Un- no, you can stay subscribed. We still need followers. What's wrong with you? No, I said understand and subscribe. All I, the only people I've told can unsubscribe are like flag-bearing Nazis. I don't Fair. want them, but I can deal with people who like Twilight. That's go. fine. Oh, uh-oh. 
There goes our contestant. You probably shouldn't say that when you're blonde. It's really... <laughs> Ooh, it's jarring. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the problem with uh, that goddamn movie is that, that fight scene. That fight scene was so great. It was so good. I actually, while watching it, was thinking, man, they're not pulling any fucking punches. This is great. I love seeing all this bloodshed and destruction and death. Everyone's dying. And it's just a dream. So the reason why, if if you ever read the book, the fourth book um, is where this quote-unquote fight takes place. However, the fight even doesn't happen in her dream. Like, they don't even describe it in the book. Um, and a lot of people were upset about that. They felt kind of cheaped out, and they felt like the ending was just like, oh, it just happened to be happy. Um, and it also came out around the same time that uh, Deathly Hollows came out, where everyone was dying. Yeah, we got to <laughs> give a spoiler alert uh, sorry, for Harry Potter spoiler Jesus alert. Christ. Everyone dies in Deathly Hollows. Who do you like in Deathly Hollows? Go ahead. We're going to take a moment of silence because they're dead Who and we want to remember them. Who from the Deathly Hollows? Well, there me. was that. Oh, yep. no. Um, what's his face from the second? Your your favorite uh, Draco teacher. Gilderoy Lockhart? Yeah. He dealt with vampires. He dealt yes. with vampires. He it's, did it's deal with vampires. Gilderoy Lockhart interview with a vampire. Just saying. I'm just saying Gilderoy Lockhart is literally the greatest character in fiction, and I think everyone needs to acknowledge that. Anyway, go on. But when Deathly Hollows came out, and spoiler alert, everyone died, uh, <laughs> and then um, the Breaking Dawn book came out, uh, and really no one died, uh, I think a lot of people were comparing Harry Potter and Twilight just because it kind of had the same... Um, following like same like tween teenager appeal to the same age group um and so i think with the decision that they made for the movie they wanted to give that fight to the audience that it would like that they didn't get from the book so as a person who has read the book and then the first time watched uh breaking dawn part two and that happened it really Actually, I was very confused and scared because I was like, wait, are they just doing this? Are they just going to like go so far away from the book uh, and then for it to turn around and be uh, the vision that Alice had uh, showing Aro was really cool. So I'm glad at least I understand why you rage quit when you saw that. I literally when, when it turned out to be a vision, I literally what did I do? I stood up and just said, fuck this movie. Yes. And then and you walked, walked out. out. And I walked away like that was it. But it was um, it was really cool to, to see as a fan. So uh, sorry. We, we talked about uh, uh, Twilight and Harry Potter kind of hitting the same age group. Uh, this is something I've always just found very interesting. Throughout the entire time the Harry Potter movies were being released, it was always being compared to something else. So when the first Harry Potter movies were coming out, it was always like, oh, what are you seeing this Christmas, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Like, uh, yep. boom, they're, they're the two. It's They're both fantasy, so you're going to like it. And then when Lord of the Rings was done, because it was only the three movies, and Harry Potter kept going, then it was like, oh, Harry Potter or Twilight, they're both for young adults, so it's the same. Like, I don't think they knew how to market Harry Potter, and yet Harry Potter was just doing fine on its own. Is it that you think they don't know how to market Harry Potter, or that it's a lot of the other, kind of the other movies that needed to kind of, like, not ride on it, but it just, it drew up a lot of that drama for it? I, I'm they sure know Twilight they did that, but then Harry Potter, 
I mean, they tried so hard to make Half Blood Prince feel like a Twilight movie. Oh yeah. I disagree. They tried. But I so know that you don't like Half Blood Prince, but I disagree. They, they, the, he was picking up a girl in a diner, and then an old man shows up <laughs> and takes him away from the diner. But I then didn't that happen in the book? No. Nope. No, that that was not in the book at all. And I know there was a lot of snogging in the book. Snogging was referenced a lot. But you know what else was happening in the book when that stuff was going on, too? A really good story about who is the Half-Blood Prince. What a mystery. And then, boom, there's the reveal of, spoilers, Snape is the Half-Blood Prince. And it's a big reveal and whatever. In the movie, they really just focused on the kissing and the, the teenage romance and then suddenly there's an adventure, and then suddenly, spoilers, Dumbledore is dead, uh, and then all of a sudden, Snape's just like, I am the Half-Blood Prince, and from the movie perspective, I remember just being like, yeah, but I don't really care. Like, who cares? The book just kind of showed up, and they're like, oh, look at this book, and he's like, I don't know who wrote in this. Huh, I borrowed a book. Somebody wrote in this library. Anyway, but... I hope I can kiss Cho Chang now. <laughs> like, that That's was real. the we movie. That. But in the books, it's it's kind of like, I don't know. The the romance factor is there, but there's also a really good mystery that doesn't seem like your typical Harry Potter mystery because it's like all these spells are real. I don't know how this vampire thing became Harry Potter again. We do this a lot. We do this a lot. We always come back to Harry Potter. I think we just need to start a, start a, a Potter a Potter cast. Oh no! Congratulations, Harry you guys are in Harry Potter. Harry Potter cast. Um. Well. I don't know if I could speak uh, for Bryn, but I do you know may. that like uh, Twilight, having started reading them in high school um, and then finishing them, um, it it piqued my already piqued interest about vampires um, to where I wanted to read more stories about vampires. And so I actively searched out for all these different series. So, you know, the the Sookie Stackhouse series I've read, um, the Anita Blake series I've read. Uh, there are some other highly sexualized books I've read. Uh, the the Dark uh, Dagger, the Black Dagger Brotherhood, um, I read a long time ago. Um, but uh, that was what just interested me in... Um, in reading about vampires and deep diving. I did never, I never read the Vampire Diaries book series. I tried. It was complete garbage. But you watched the TV but show. But the show is everything to me. I watched it. Yes. I watched it from beginning to end, and then I rewatched it after it ended. Who's better, Damon or Stefan? That's a stupid Damon. fucking question. What is wrong with you? Stefan is garbage. He's garbage. He's a garbage vampire, garbage person. Uh, Damon all the way. I, I think he had some redeeming qualities. I couldn't list them for I'm, you. I'm a. I'm all about the bad boys. The I, bad uh, boys that hurt. Bat boys? I have I have uh, <laughs> only watched Vampire Diaries when you put it on. So, like, you know, it's, it's... That and True Blood are just bad. They're just so bad. Delena all the way. What's that? Is that... What is that? Damon and Elena. Oh, I thought it could be a character's name. Yeah, Delena's actually very pretty. can put it in perspective. Brangelina, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it now. It's a celebrity mashup yes. name. Yes. Delena. Delena. I mean, Elena you... would have been better. 
No. Ew. You could <laughs> you could think that True Blood and Vampire Diaries is garbage all you want, but it has a big following. Yeah. So you could just suck it. Yeah. Well, so uh, get it like vampires. Uh, they suck blood. I get the joke. Victor, play the jingle. Yeah, but Victor, play the vampire jingle right here. Add it in. There's a vampire jingle. Yeah, it's, it just played. Yeah, you didn't hear it. You didn't hear it. No. Yeah, no, I played it. It's in post. It's really good. I think uh, I think that's about it. I think we did vampires better than the other two. Dramatically better. We talked about vampires through history. We talked about why new vampires are better than old vampires. We talked about their sexuality, which apparently is a, a bubbling thing. It's very it's a bubbling to sexuality. drag queens. Yeah, and that they're drag queens, and that Aro would clearly be the best drag queen. I mean, look at his gorgeous long locks. True, stunning. He can get it. Is what I'm saying. Ooh, he can get it. I think we can put this one in the crypt. Okay, I'm gonna. Sorry, guys. Well, um, before I go, if there's anyone interested in um, vampires and not just interview of the vampire and blade, um, uh, the book series that I Got mentioned, um, they are pretty good. Uh, the Sookie Stockhouse ones are are pretty good. They do get a little iffy at the end, but I promise you, stick with it uh, at least through like book seven or eight, and you'll be. Wait, how many are there? I think there's like 12. Jesus Christ. You think you have time to read 12 books? I do a podcast about monsters. Um, The Anita Blake series, I really like. That one has like 28 books. She's been writing them since like 1990. Jesus. Um, Laurel K. Hamilton. Um, But I will say uh, after like book 10 or 12 or something like that, it gets like really sexual. So if you are not a fan of that, just enjoy like the first 10 because it's pretty good. So there's a couple out, uh, a couple more out there. So uh, log into your local library, digital um, library. And Unless you're see. in an area that doesn't have a good library, then move to a better area. Yeah. Um, but check it out because they're interesting to read. And also Twilight. Read Twilight. Don't read Twilight. You guys are good. Honestly, you don't have to read any of this. You, no one has to tell you what to do. In fact... You should just not watch vampire movies or read about vampires. The sooner we do that, the sooner people stop using them as a generic trope. Victor, play the trope jingle. 